take a deep breath and remember there's a power breathing you. This is your space of sanity in an evolving world where we learn about spiritual law and how to apply it to our lives in a way that is practical and life-changing. This is where we remember truth to make the world a better place one person at a time. I'm Claire Lotier, inspirational speaker, teacher of the technology of transformation, and a certified life mastery consultant and spiritual coach. Welcome to the Grace Space. In our series on the grace of gratitude, we're exploring what it is to develop gratitude as a way of life, a chosen attribute that we consciously cultivate. And on our last episode, we talked about how to reconnect with transformative gratitude, that profound, spontaneous gratitude whose origin is internal, the frequency of which is a gateway to the experience of full spectrum abundance. Gratitude as a way of life is an evolving, growing, life-giving relationship with all that is, a gratitude that simply is. This deeper level of gratitude has the power to renew us, restore us, rejuvenate us. It's a cleansing and a regenerating exchange of energy with the universe, a relationship with the infinite that has its origins in our very aliveness, rather than being based on conditions or things that may or may not happen in life. This constant interactive gratitude in relationship to the power that breathes us is based on our focus. We're focused on giving thanks, no matter what. Just as when we get to a certain level of fluency with the practice of forgiveness, we know that it's no longer a question of whether we will forgive or, or will not forgive. We, we know we will choose to forgive because we know that that's what's best for us, even though we know sometimes we may have to endeavor to forgive. Similarly, with gratitude, when we get to a certain level of fluency, and fluency just means flow, right? We flow with gratitude. We know that we're committed to being alert to and alive to the ways in which we can give thanks for and celebrate this experience called life. We become focused on the giving of thanks, the giving of gratitude independent of any circumstance. Of course, a life-giving relationship to all that is means a lot of circumstances to be grateful for as well. When we enter into the flow of gratitude, it leads to perpetual increase because gratitude is on the same frequency as abundance. So the more you give thanks to the spirit of life, the more the spirit of life will give you to be thankful for. One of my all-time favorite quotes from Shakespeare is uh, Romeo and Juliet when Juliet says, My bounty is as boundless as the sea, my love as deep. The more I give to thee, the more I have, for both are infinite. The more I give to thee, the more I have, for both are infinite. She was referring to love. But of course, it's all the same. Gratitude, abundance, love. These are all part of one flow of life, and all are infinite. And this quote, 
contains such a profound wisdom. We come to realize a deeper truth about gratitude. Gratitude is giving. In his book, The Science of Getting Rich, Wallace Waddles says, the whole process of mental adjustment and atonement can be summed up in one word, gratitude. The law of gratitude is the natural principle that action and reaction are always equal and in opposite directions. The grateful outreaching of your mind in thankful praise to the Supreme is a liberation or expenditure of force. It cannot fail to reach that to which it is addressed, and the reaction is an instantaneous movement towards you. He uses the word atonement. Uh, He says, um, the whole process of mental adjustment and atonement can be summed up in one word, gratitude. Let's look first at that word atonement. I don't know about you, but until not very long ago, I associated that word with making amends, as in making up for something that I've done wrong. And I think a lot of people interpret the word atonement in that light. But if we look closely at the word, we see it contains a hidden truth. Atonement is at one meant at one month. Coming back into oneness is what atonement really means. So the whole process of mental adjustment and returning to oneness, that is the conscious direction of our thought process and where we place our attention can be summed up in one word, gratitude. So gratitude is a way of directing our thought power constructively and intelligently in order to bring us back into oneness. The next part says the law of gratitude is the natural principle that action and reaction are always equal and in opposite directions. In other words, to the degree that I freely give thanks and praise, I receive in equal measure. When I give gratitude, it's a liberation of energy in thankful praise of the Supreme. I vibrate and send out an energy of thanks and praise. And this returns as an instantaneous movement towards me from the Supreme. This is wonderful. An instantaneous movement. Because the infinite is aware of our every thought, of our every breath. If the infinite is aware of the fall of every sparrow, and not one bird falls apart from the will of the infinite, then imagine how preciously we are held. It's said that all of the hairs on our heads are numbered and counted by the divine. The formless substance of intelligent, unconditional love knows us so intimately that as soon as a vibration of gratitude comes from our hearts, the divine, in other words, infinite goodness, love, and abundance move instantaneously toward us. Allow yourself to really feel that. It takes your breath away. As soon as a vibration of gratitude emanates from you, infinite goodness, love, and abundance move instantaneously toward you. Let's look at that word praise for a moment too. Gratitude is the act of giving thanks and praise to the Supreme. Within the word praise is the word raise. What we praise, we raise. 
When we give thanks and praise, when we give gratitude, we raise the thing that we are praising, we uplift it. And we also uplift ourselves, our energy, we raise our frequency. The act of praising another person, for example, raises within them the thing that we focus on. For example, if I wish to transform a difficult relationship with someone, I can either focus on what makes it difficult, and that's my perception, of course. I can focus on what I think is wrong with them and how they should be different, which will cause that to grow in my awareness, because where my attention goes is where the energy flows. If I can't stand the way that someone eats and I allow myself to focus on their chewing every time they're eating in my presence, it's going to drive me nuts. On the other hand, I can choose to focus on and praise, in other words, raise everything I can see that's good in that person and appealing. And the more I do that, the more good that I perceive can come into focus and be amplified in my experience. When we praise another, we're always praising the Supreme because the Supreme is staring back at us through the eyes of all others. We're all one. What you do unto the least of mine, you do unto me. When we praise, we raise not only others, not only ourselves, but the infinite. Gratitude is giving, giving thanks and giving praise. Now, there are times in our lives when it can be easy to let our gratitude wane and wither on the vine through lack of noticing and lack of nourishing. Sometimes things happen and we pass through a dark night when we receive a shock or we feel disappointed in life or another person. We've all received shocks. We've all been hurt and we've all been disappointed. But that's no reason to cut off our own good. Maybe we've worked really hard on a project at work and our efforts went unnoticed. Maybe we've done everything we can to show our love for someone and they can't love us back the way we want them to. Maybe we've given all to a passion project and it just didn't have the success that we hoped for. But that's no reason to cut ourselves off from our good. The practice of transformative gratitude teaches us how to generate a state of recognition or appreciation for ourselves, no matter the result on the level of fact and condition. We do our best and we endeavor to be our best selves, not for what we expect to receive in terms of recognition, reward, or advancement, or what should be. When we praise another or give a compliment or a gift, the giving is its own reward. We give it freely. The universe knows and resonates with our sincere intentions because it counts every hair on our head. And we know. We can feel when we give because we're overflowing. We don't keep score. We don't keep a tally. We know we're living right. So even when the things I do don't get noticed, I notice. I know my value. I might have preferred it was noticed or recognized, but if not, that doesn't get to steal my gratitude unless I allow it to. 
We can feel gratitude and give thanks no matter what's going on around us because it's a gratitude that honors all the good in life itself. The life-giving, flowing gratitude we want to become fluent in is independent of the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune and daily life. The giving of gratitude when done from the heart, sincerely and authentically in praise of the spirit of life itself, is its own reward. Let's look at a practical way we can apply this that's very powerful. Take an example of something we all have to do, which is pay our bills. Now, paying bills brings up a lot of habitual thinking patterns about money and about how we feel about money, how we feel about ourselves. Maybe you love paying your bills, maybe you don't. The truth is that for many people, paying the bills can trigger all kinds of strong feelings, especially if there's a perception that there's not enough money to pay them all. We can go through emotions like fear, anxiety, anger, resentment, worry, dread. We can put off paying the bills because we're afraid to face the feelings that doing so brings up. Maybe we're in a power play with people or institutions and withholding a check is the only power we feel we have. Maybe we rage against the government, the tax authority, say things are unfair, complain about our job or how little we earn for all the work we do, blame our ex for the money we owe them or that they owe us. When we sit down for the simple act of paying our bills, it's easy to get caught in a vicious cycle of negativity or locked into a pattern of lack and scarcity and limitation that only creates more of the same. We can worry about all kinds of things that end up keeping us up at night. And now I'm getting older and I'll be alone and poor and end up living in a box under the bridge. (laughs) Yeah, I've been there. It's no fun. And it's not productive because this cycle of thinking cuts off the flow in our lives. Well, what if there were a totally different way to pay our bills? What if we could invoke the power of gratitude to not only totally change our relationship to our bills, but to attune ourselves to the frequency of abundance such that we could turn our attitude and our financial life around? What if we could interrupt what we normally would think about when we have to pay our bills, what we would normally think about what we have in our bank account today? for example, without being in denial of the facts in any way, but with the intention of changing our perception and thus changing our results. Well, here's how we can use the science of gratitude practice to give us a totally new lease on life. What if we were to appreciate whatever it is we have today to give in trade for the things we receive in return, light, heat, and water? For example, we've chosen to have those things in our lives, and we can be grateful for what we have to offer in trade for those things. What about the internet that allows us to connect in amazing ways with people and things at the four corners of the earth? The food we buy to nourish ourselves and our families, the taxes we pay for good roads and schools and medical care. These things represent life happening and what we've chosen to have in life. Let's say I'm paying my mobile phone bill. Even if in my current life situation, things are such that I can only pay part of what I owe at this time, I can be grateful for the part of it I can pay. I can focus on my heart and bless the provider of that phone service. 
the time in which I've enjoyed having and using my phone, the necessity of my phone and how it served me when I really needed it. I can bless and praise those who work for the phone company, those who run the company, their families. I can bless and praise the amazing minds who had the idea for a phone in the first place and all the amazing creative people who've given us so many things that we now take for granted in a circle of ever expanding gratitude, which lifts me up. I can turn something that might ordinarily stress me out into an uplifting experience that opens up my ability to receive the good that is always accessible to me as a child of the Most High. And if I keep on in this manner, praising the good everywhere I can and raising my frequency in the mundane acts of my life, pretty soon, paying part of a bill turns into paying the whole bill. Why? Because everything is connected. And when I connect to gratitude, when I give thanks and praise, I trigger the law of circulation by my conscious connection to my source of money and my source of all things. It's all connected. By changing the amount of good flowing through me as living energy, I experience an increase of that in every area of my life. What I give in gratitude, I receive back in increased good, increased flow in the energy of prosperity in all its forms, including money. So that's the experiment I invite you to enter into with life this week. Take something you normally consider a pain, a chore, something you do because you have to do it, but you certainly don't enjoy doing it up until now. <laughs> It might be paying your bills. It might be cooking, cleaning. It might be something you have to do at work. Whatever it is, decide and choose to view it through the lens of transformative gratitude. So here's a process. Number one, what thoughts come to mind when you get ready to do this thing? Write them down. So these are all the negative thoughts, all the, the thoughts about what a pain it is or how you don't want to do it or the anxieties that it brings up, whatever it is, write them down. Number two, how can you transform those thoughts to a more generative attitude of gratitude? Seek to praise everything you can sincerely praise in that situation. For example, if you normally resent cleaning your house, you could shift those thoughts to gratitude that you have a house to clean and things to clean it with. You could praise how much better things feel when they're clean and how a clean house is a blessing to those who live there, including yourself. You could bless all the people in the world who are currently cleaning their houses and send them love and encouragement. You could imagine that as you clean your house, you're purifying yourself and your environment of all negativity. The list goes on. So it's best to do this part out loud. Because speaking something, especially speaking praise, amplifies it and it raises our frequency. And the third step is to make a note of the ways you shifted your thoughts to gratitude and write down how increasing the flow of gratitude within you during the task that you chose affected your experience of doing the thing itself. What did you notice? How was it different? I hope you enjoy this experiment because it's actually a lot of fun and you'll instantly feel the power of it. Let me know how you go and realize 
that you're increasing your good every time you give thanks and praise anything. Thank you for joining me in the grace space, where you're always in the right place. If you love this podcast, I invite you to subscribe to it and submit a review if you feel called to do so. Also, be sure to sign up for my newsletter right here. I look forward to spending this time with you again next week. Meanwhile, I send you love and blessings. Bye for now.